great, so what of it? I was crying in my car listening to Aerosmith songs, like, you know, thinking of my old friend Brian Ziola. Lives in Florida, I never see him anymore. He was a good, good friend. Started a comedy with him and he was one of my favorites. Bob. Ah, boy. This podcast went, this podcast, this, why do I say it that way? This podcast. My T's. Having trouble with my T's. Oh, what's wrong with me? Oh, anyway. Oh, fuck. This pod- podcast. The Healing Club went blurry. Uh, technical dips. Tech dips. Tech, tech, diffic- tech dips, as they say. Um, recorded about 20 minutes with... Uh, maybe 20, 30 minutes with, with Jill Wiener and... Caitlin, um, god damn it, she's been on the Tonight Show, she's a headlining comedian, does clubs, literally, great get, great opportunity to, uh, improve the listenership of this podcast, and I blew it, I blew it, I didn't have the, um, the, I didn't have the computer, um, you know, like, uh, then it had had nothing uh, ready, or, or you know, like the the, the glitch in the uh, audacity. There was a bug in my audacity that um, made it so that I had to, uh, you know, um, yeah. The, the, the first half of the podcast was lost forever, so we had a fifty-minute conversation. 60 minutes when between like realizing there was a problem and turning off the recording and and then resuming podcast recording accordingly after it was all fixed and debugged um that all happened uh boy with uh caitlin palufo jill wiener on the pod they're comedians who work out of new york city and you know, they're on shows with all the famous people or some of the best comics in New York. So there they were in my apartment and I, um, I blew it. And we got to have half an hour of conversation and this is the result of that. This is the, the conversation forthcoming right now is a half an hour with Jill Wiener and Caitlin Palufo and me, Bob Morrissey, on this uh, Healing Club podcast, which... It's going good. And then, since the the first part is going to be so short, I thought I'd read word for word the story that I had published in the German Gay Dick magazine. Um, mein Gay I Mein I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm sure. But uh, my story translated into German and then retranslated into English. I'm going to read it the way it was published. And I actually had a story published called uh, stay horny, stupid. And so this is the the Healing Club podcast, and it's a great podcast with me, Bob Morrissey, and Caitlin Palufo, and Jill Wiener. So, all right. Jill Wiener, Caitlin Palufo, Aerosmith in the background, Bob Morrissey, the Healing Club. I'll never be Bob. All right, so we'll see. It's recording again. Okay. All right. We got another 20 minutes coming at you. Okay. Um...
And and okay, so Caitlin, you were saying, okay. <laughs> you were saying yeah, about yeah, yeah. how you got started with the stand-up comedy. I got started with the stand-up. How did, how did I get started with the stand-up? Oh, I remember now. Um, I uh, went through a breakup. I was very depressed. I was doing blackout drunk all the time. You know, just living the dream. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I w- always wanted to try comedy, and so I just googled how to do stand-up comedy, and a free seminar showed up, and uh, it was in the basement of a place called the Lantern. And so I, I went to this free uh, place or this free seminar. And at the end, they gave away a class. Uh, they pulled a name out of the hat. There's like 40 people there, and they pulled my name out of the hat, so I got a free class. And so then I was like, well, now I have to do it. And then I did it, and it was the best, and I haven't stopped doing it. So I started with the stand-up comedy class. Uh, Me too. I, in 1998. Hell and, yeah. And then I... Um, and then I How never, old are you? I'm 42. Oh, okay. And then I... Uh, <laughs> So I did the class, and then I and then I never went up and did stand up for, for for another seven years. Yeah. And then I went up in two thousand five to one open mic. Yeah. And um, and I I I thought I did fine, but I but I just didn't come back. Yeah. And uh, until two thousand twelve. Oh yeah. wow! <laughs> and then, time uh, off, huh? Yeah. And then and then when uh, then when I started in twenty twelve after my ex. Uh, boyfriend husband whatever we lived together for 10 years uh, my ex and i uh on our five-year anniversary went to uh, a comedy festival together mm-hmm. and uh and then um there i just saw all the people who were having fun opening for the nationwide acts and, mm-hmm. and i thought maybe i can get to that level someday yeah and i could be on a festival and like open for these famous mm-hmm. people because i was just thought it was stupid to be like like I'm gonna be famous, mom. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like I don't, I don't live yeah. that way. I don't have unrealistic expectations, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, I know my limitations. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, was, I don't, I don't expect anything, mm-hmm. other than like maybe just like you know to tread water in this scene or something. <laughs> but, right. Uh, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't get into to be famous, but mm-hmm. but thinking that maybe I didn't have to do it to be famous was what yeah. enabled me to start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I have no desire to be famous. It seems like a nightmare. Oh my you're God. getting there, though. You're on TV once, huh? Uh, one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time, and that's fine. Uh, no, I have no desire to be like Amy Schumer where you can't walk outside your house. Yeah. Like Kevin Hart fame seems insane. It seems like you can't even function. Yeah, yeah. he's just over-scrutinized. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and, uh, and Jill, yeah. when did you start? I started in 2013, I think, in San Francisco. I uh, I like Caitlin. I took a class too, but I also like went to. I went on a date, and the guy took me to an open mic. Oh. Yeah, this was before I started what? comedy. I know. Oh my god. It was god. brutal. But then I was walking my dog, and I started talking to this other guy. Who was walking his dog, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I went to this comedy." There were just like a lot of like weird little sign things that were like, "Maybe you should try comedy." Yeah. So I did. And I started late. Like I started when I was 32. So. Me too. Yeah. I was 32. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody starts when they're like 23. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm hanging late. around all these 23-year-olds all the time. brutal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I um I read some, or I listened somewhere. I was listening. I believe it was actually The Nerdist with uh, Bob Saget. He was the guest. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um. And Bob Saget said that he started at 26. Yeah. And then the guy was like, oh, that's on the cusp of it being too late. You know, like that's what he said. And so I was like, okay, note to self. If you're going to do comedy, you got to start at 26. Yeah. And so the day I went to that seminar the day before I turned 27. Oh, my God. 
was like, I'm under the wire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but also, fuck that guy. He uh, yeah, was like, a terrible person. Who's that, Chris Hardwick? Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck him. I'm sure he was just kidding, though. Uh, yeah. uh, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he like kept his girlfriend in a hotel room, didn't yeah, he? he like, walked well, yeah. I don't think he was kidding about that, but I think yeah. he was kidding. About, <laughs> I think yeah. he was kidding about the twenty six being too late. Yeah, something like that. But um, I thought it was uh, for some reason that stuck out in my head. Yeah, yeah. Start before I'm. Well, he was on that dumb show when he was like fifteen. What was it? Singled out. Do you remember that show? Oh, I, remember oh, I that love show. Singled Out. Yeah, with uh, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy, yes. yeah. She was the breakout star of that, and, and then she became the world's biggest a- anti vaxxer Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she's still rocking it. Probably. It's yeah. very hot right now. Yeah, very in. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so I started technically when I was 26, but I was really 27. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Which is a, you know, a fine age. I don't know. <laughs> it's my favorite age. Yeah. I'm 28, I think, was my favorite age. Yeah. It was a good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. 27. I loved it. I was single. I started comedy. I was getting my bearings. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah, 42 is not such a bad age. It's just that whatever age I am, I feel like I hate who I am. Mm. I hate how old I am. I hate what yeah. I look like. And then I, then I look back with nostalgia. I know. And longing for those lost <laughs> yeah. days when I got to have, you know, the world was, yeah. you know. At your fingertips. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, I hate looking back at pictures of myself and being like, I can't believe I thought I was fat. I know. Yeah. Ugh, brutal. Yeah, it's like you look great. Yeah, your skin was so clear. Oh, full head of hair. Yeah, full head of hair. Yeah, yeah. I knew I was cute. I was. I knew it wouldn't last. uh, I was with a cute guy who was. You know, we were we were cute together. We were a good couple at age twenty-seven. Yeah. And uh, good age. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're an adult, but you're. uh, are still fun and whimsical. Right, and society like celebrates your age. Yeah. You know? yeah. And being gay, it's like you never have to grow up. We're like two little Peter right. Pan gays yeah. just, uh, just yeah. drinking. And... Yeah, I'm never going to die. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just like now we're just surrounded by mortality. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. Mm. What, a, what a time. COVID. COVID. COVID stole two years of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stole two weeks of my life. uh, Yeah. In Texas. Yeah. Yeah, You guys didn't. It was two full years. Two years. Yeah. 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 It was brutal. I had to. um, But it was good because uh, when COVID hit, I really had nothing going on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was like, I I know people who were like, I was going to be on TV. Yeah. I was going to do this. I was doing that. I was, it was going to be my breakout year. And I was like, well, I really didn't have, I didn't lose anything. <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> lost spots. Uh, but I mean, I was not doing my day job, which was nice. Yeah. But then, uh, that unemployment was, so was sweet. Oh. oh, it was great. Did you get the unemployment? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. How nice was that? It's huh? more. More yeah. than I'd made yeah. the whole time I waited tables. <laughs> yeah. It was like yeah. double the pay I was getting from mm-hmm. working all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and with the stimulus checks and everything. And I was able to finally buy a car. I hadn't yeah. had a car in yeah. five years. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I I, I guess I, I got a little – I got super desperate. When, when the pandemic started, I had about um, – maybe $500 in my bank account and oh. rent due. Mm-hmm. And then they said like, you know, you can't go to work anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> and, What's uh, uh, going to happen here? Yeah. <laughs> this is interesting. And so 
I guess I um I immediately went back to an ex who uh has money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and got some help from him. That's nice. And uh and then I was like, I love you. Mm-hmm. And then we started fucking again. Mm-hmm. And uh it did work out. Um no, he had a he had a husband in waiting. It was like he uh Oh no. He his his husband uh moved out in February mm-hmm. of 2020. Why is it doing that? Oh. And uh yeah. then his uh <laughs> And then I, and then the pandemic started, mm-hmm. and that, but he was always polyamorous, and he hadn't actually had, yeah, you know, like, 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 so, but so I'd sort of been his uh, boyfriendish person on yeah. the side for about a year, and then, um, and then we had a very ugly breakup in the summer, oh. and then uh, I kind of was like, all right, fine, I'll still be friends with you, yeah, around uh, the winter, and and then like in. February, his husband moved out, and then March happened, and he was alone. And I was like, "Well, he's rich; he's got a house, and I have nothing." <laughs> and, um, uh, and so I kind of just spent a couple months uh, with him. But he had a different boyfriend in New York, mm. who was waiting to fly. Who was supposed to move in in March, but then oh, wow. had, they had to like he had to clean things up and like get his life to get like like. Uh, yeah, you know, get his get his here. stuff. I know. So so, so so he moved in in September. So I was like a little interim uh, fuck boy. Yeah. Who just kind of like uh, was like help during the pandemic, yeah. and then uh, and then I was I was just like kind of just fucking him, and then um, waiting for the world to start again. Right. Um, Luckily for Texas, it did. Yeah, <laughs> I know you guys yeah. didn't barely and, slowed down. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So I guess it's. I don't know if I, uh, I don't know, like, it's not like we were, uh, it, it's not like I took advantage of him, mm. because, you know, like, he he was taking advantage of me, Yeah. and yeah, we were taking right. advantage of each other, and uh, it was a little bit of a, you know, one of those, uh, I love you, Yeah. oh yeah, I love you too, mm-hmm. yeah. each person kind of looking and uh, thinking of something else when they're saying I love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Looking at your forehead. Right. I love you. I'm talking to the. You know. <laughs> yeah. Talking to the lamp. Yeah, behind you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess uh, at some point, yeah, I don't know. Um, when when we were talking earlier about bad things, like mm. I'm a bad creep. I'm oh, a creep person. I guess that's maybe a. I was I was walking the line. I'm being yeah. a little bit creepy, being kind of a creep, going like I need yeah. something. Oh, I laugh. Desperate you. times. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Very desperate times. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I get it. We all we all have that, right? Yeah. Yeah. We all have our desperate. I mean, this world's True. hard. It's New York, you know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to survive in New York. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah, New York is uh, a beast. Truly. At one point, I think I had like four jobs. Yeah. And then comedy. Yeah, uh, it was rough. Yeah. But uh, it was worth it. Obviously. What kind of jobs? Um, I was a bartender and a server. And then I did an art handling. Um, and I worked for like four different galleries oh. um, and museums. And so I would install the art and make uh, make walls, build walls, stuff like that. Uh, and then I was a handyman. Uh, still kind of rocking that for people who don't have drills. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mostly work for other comics. Yeah. <laughs> like I helped Todd Barry out with his shows and I hung up the blinds for Dan Soder. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, I got to do Mateo Lane's blinds mm-hmm. too. You might ha- end up doing my blinds as well. Yeah, we'll see. Blinds. I'll do your goddamn blinds. Right, Todd Barry has a cat. He loves his sweet cat. She's adorable. <laughs> yeah. She's so sweet and they're just the best fr- the best of friends. Oh, you yes. love to hear it. Yeah, yeah, he's a good cat dad. Very yeah. good cat dad. He loves that cat so much. Um but uh yeah, and then what else did I do? Oh, I was a fitness instructor for a while. That doesn't count now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, mostly art handling and bartending was my big my big uh, money grab. Yeah, art handling sounds like a lot of fun. Well, I don't know about fun, but it's yeah. It's fine. I, there was one point during the pandemic when I was on my hands and knees uh, with a, a razor scraping off paint chips on the con- off the concrete floor, and I looked up at them and I was like, I was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> scraping the paint chips off the floor. <laughs> but uh, it's hard on your body because it's construction. Uh-huh. So you would do it from 9 until 6, and then I would go immediately to shows, and I would have like three or four shows in a night, and then I would get home around midnight, and then have to wake up at seven thirty, yeah, to get, get into the city. So it was, it's a, it's very taxing on your body. Um, I'm doing a favor for a friend in February. I told him I would come back. I'm only doing five days, five or six days, and I'm like, am I gonna be able to do this? <laughs> I can't even like. Now I'm waking up at 11. Yeah. I'm having my smoothie. <laughs> I have my routine. I do my Peloton. And I'm yeah. like, am I going to like wake up at 7 to Peloton and right. then go to work? Oh, God. It's insane. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But uh, this is definitely the last time I'm doing it. And I'm thrilled. <laughs> Both. Yeah. Well, I got to. I got to. Gotta... Unless there's another pandemic. In right. which case, I'll go right back. I have no problem. I don't want to be poor. <laughs> no problem going back. I gotta go back to working out. I just uh, mm. I saw pictures of me from six months ago when I was working out all the time, mm. and and uh, pictures yesterday from the the show on Thursday. Mm. And I was like, God damn it, my yeah. chin is growing. I know. <laughs> my oh, my, well, my neck is those. fat. Yeah, my, the angle is bad. What? Jill and I, we just went to we did two cycling classes while we've been in music. Yeah, we did one mm. yesterday, which I thought was very hard, but then the one today was like a doozy. Uh, blast my ass off. Mm-hmm. And so we, we walked here, and then we were like, we'll sit. Yeah. I can't really sit. We need to sit. I'm so tired. Uh, but that woman was intense. She was yelling into the microphone the whole time. The whole time. And we're, I'm a yeller. Yeah. I yell mm-hmm. into the microphone. Sure. But she was, it was a She's lot. Like, Come on. Like, okay, oh. I'm so sorry. Yeah, really intense. I'm trying my hardest. Yeah. It's good, though. Sweat, yeah. Really sweated that hangover out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, those. And all it was was three PBRs and a shot of fireball. Yeah. <laughs> Jill, you had more. You I had, had more two. I had uh, I had a cider, two whiskeys, and a shot of tequila. Absolutely. Yeah. Equal. Good job. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. That's a that's a woman's drinking list. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was over the course of many hours. Okay. So four drinks over many hours. Yeah. yeah. It's not a big. It's that's a. It's not, but tequila and whiskey, and whiskey would, is that a, would give me hangover. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that hangover. I didn't have like diarrhea yeah. or anything. But if I. Come in. <laughs> the night is young. Yeah, my hangovers are getting a little worse. Oh they, yeah, forties. It's like brutal. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll just have two glasses of wine, and the next day I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what have I done? Who am I? Who am I? This was a huge mistake. <laughs> mm. But yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, my your your podcast is about being a drunken idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I've made a lot of. I used to work in restaurants in New York City, and that's just debaucherous, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I went to art school, so it's like. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm yeah, like your your personality is like you know I I gotta I gotta explore this side of myself and be as fucked up as I can and yeah. you know my it's about my imagination. Yeah, yeah, but in reality it was a cry for help. Blossoming into a full blown problem. Yeah. yeah. But, Fuck. Yeah, I've got a handle on it now. Yeah, positive yeah. story, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. you overcame you yeah. overcame, overcame it. Yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I uh overcoming. <laughs> overcoming, that's right. It's still a journey. It's a road to recovery. Yes, it's a whole thing. I think about it oh. all the time. <laughs> I had the worst dream the other day. Okay. I um. <laughs> sorry. No, that's to hear about it, your I think dreams. it was a drinking dream. I think it was. I think it was because I. I was. Uh, you know, when you have drinking problems and then you have bad dreams and you're. Yeah. And you're. Uh, when you wake up with a hangover and you, you wake up from a dream where you're like, I my 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 strip club manager was uh, told me to go out and uh, follow the drug dealers and see who they sell to. Oh. And then I um I was doing that and then then I kind of lost some time and then in the dream I I, I was like covered in flowers in the trunk of a car oh. and going oh help and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the car was moving and then I it was one of, and then I got out of the trunk but it was one of those situations where I was like next to a car I was covered in like money and flowers and electronics and mm-hmm. and there were people coming to like uh, like kill me. And I couldn't move that quickly. Every, every my, I was like, I was like trying to get away, but oh, I, I'm yeah, moving yeah, yeah, so yeah. slowly. Yeah. yeah, and it was so scary. Those are the worst. <laughs> yeah, when you can't run. Yeah. yeah, and then I had the manager screaming at me like, yeah, you know, about like, yeah. <laughs> like over the radio, yeah. like about about like uh, following the drug dealers or getting the girls on stage or something. I don't yeah. know. It was like the real life. It was a stress work dream. Yeah, those, the worst. They're awful. I'm Have you had to serve tables? Like, <laughs> I know. Or you're yeah. like, what's there? What do you mean? There's a patio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people sitting out there for three hours yeah, just yeah. waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. you had bombing dreams? Uh, no. Uh, I've had comedy stress dreams where, like, I can't, where I'm, like, behind a wall and the audience can't see me. Oh, God. <laughs> but I'm performing anyway. Horrible. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, but it's a good sign that I'm taking, they've replaced my waiting nightmares. That's good. I still have waiting nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I had army nightmares. I get, oh. I have, like, that I, sounds, like, pe- like last night I was in a, I was... I was. I would always dream that I was back in the army after I got out. I'd always dream that like oh, I signed up for another two years. And then oh like, no, uh, that's a nightmare. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I just need to. I gotta go back just for the money, and then I. Um, yeah. yeah. That's brutal. And yeah. like, oh. God. did you go to Iraq? Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm. I used to date a guy who went to Fallujah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was a real piece of shit. He was married. Forgot to tell me. You yeah. know. Oh, most army guys are shitty people. Yeah, I, I hate veterans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love our veterans. Just, uh, just the one I really can't see. Yeah, yeah. I'm indifferent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Trying to Bob Hope this shit. Yep. Oh, the USO. I bet you'd yeah. have a blast out there. Oh, I've, I've done it. <laughs> Pun intended. I've done it Sorry. once. I think I performed for a military, and it was so fun. Yeah, but they loved the you. Yeah, it was great fun. Uh, I did a military show mm-hmm. recently. I did a show for a bunch of uh, army and uh, marine veterans at a treatment center who mm. were all in recovery, oh, so wow. there was no booze allowed. Yeah, yeah. but uh, 
there was a it was a group of about 50 veterans at, at different tables with the lights really bright oh. in the whole room and like and that, That's it was tough. it was just like performing in a cafeteria yeah in, like a high school cafeteria Ooh. and just being like standing in a with yeah. a microphone and just doing my jokes but it it wound up being okay and i did 15 minutes and um i have this i i did this one joke where i where i uh, it was not a very patriotic joke mm. but they laughed with it it's oh, like you don't have to you know uh change yourself that much right for the audience it, like it, it's yeah it's well, kind of patronizing if you do right yeah. if you yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. Sorry. Oh, okay, oh, fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me more about your uh, service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the spin class. <laughs> no, it destroyed us. Oh, I don't know if okay. we're going to be able to. Well, tell me about your USO show. Like, uh, what, uh, Did you have to change your material, or, or did you act I'm like... i uh, so yeah? uh, They tend to like it. Um, and, and I just did one, and it was for... It was so long. I think it was only like, I was three years into comedy and I was only doing like 10 minutes. And so it was like, uh, and it was in New York. Um, God, I can't, I mm. can't remember, but I just remember it being fine and fun because I only had what material I had and uh, they were fine with it. So it was like, I can't really change these jokes because I don't know how yet. I'm still a very new comic and uh, yeah. this is all I know how to do. But now yeah. I feel like it would be a blast. And I don't, yeah. I find uh, when I go to red states, because I'm very, I got my feminist manifesto is my set. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I uh, sometimes just don't say the word feminist, but um, I just change the word to like girl power or something right. like that. <laughs> just, I girl believe power. in myself or something. <laughs> and now I'm getting to the point where it's just like, well, they're here to see a woman talk, so they're going to hear a woman talk. So. Yeah. And now I just don't change it. And uh, when I was uh, talking to them, the 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 show was like there's what was horrible about it was it, there was one woman on the show and she was the only woman in the room uh. and do do you like I, I I that's well open mics in New York have prepared us for that yeah very <laughs> oh, yeah. true yeah we're all like great yeah. yeah yeah with military I'd probably feel more safe <laughs> well I don't have you read the statistics uh, I don't know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. So that's actually how Jill and I found each other. Yeah, <laughs> you cling to the <laughs> the other woman in the room, and you're yeah. like, "Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to hear about what kind of porn you watch." Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sick of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But what kind of porn do you watch? Um, <laughs> no, you know the regular stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ins, the outs. The ins, the outs. Yeah. I like to find uh, chemistry between the actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belisa is a yeah. good. It's the women porn site. Made, directed, and created by, by women. women yeah. Oh, so it's mm-hmm. are men in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's they have a they have rough and tumble. Yeah, no, they have some like mm-hmm. they have some like kinky like mm-hmm. rough if you want to watch yeah. rough stuff. Yeah, <laughs> not like you know. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, they got all the different types of categories. I have a joke about it where I say, uh, uh, by the end of the video, the only thing on our face is a smile. It's true. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but yeah. I mean, I've. I've really felt uh, good about having uh, like a guy come in my face before. Like this okay. is a, that's really like intimate and special, and nobody does that. And like oh, you're so great. Like that's great. <laughs> that's great. Know, that's, I love that thank journey you. for you. Yeah, that's for you, wonderful. that's so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. 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 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm a yeah. I'm a dirty little cum slut. Yeah, <laughs> dump it right on me. Yeah. <laughs> dump it on the old pisser. I'm a dirty little cum slut. I can't believe I said that in front of uh, Mrs. Kisses. Oh, my oh God. Kisses is hurt so much worse. You have oh. no idea. <laughs> She's scandalized. <laughs> Why don't look at you anymore? Yeah. She uh, stopped purring. No. Uh. She's done. Buried her head in your armpit. <laughs> <laughs> my gross armpit. Kitty, kitty, kitty. I love her so much. Oh, my God. Hello. Hi, Mrs. Kisses. What do you have to say? Meow. Meow, meow. Come on, say it. <laughs> she won't talk. She won't, uh, <laughs> not, not this time. Not this right. time. We try every episode. And yeah. It doesn't hasn't done it yet. Yeah. Oh, yes, got it. Yeah. Got it. That, that was stop it. That was fucking. I hate the way you pet me. Yeah. But I can't leave you. I'm gonna stay on your lap. She's so sweet. I have a cat. Yeah. Um, you asked Jill about her cat. I was a little funny you didn't ask me. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I get those cat bites. Come on. <laughs> I can have a cat. <laughs> but I do have a cat. Her name is Bowie. And uh, she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> she's very cute. She's very cute. She's a Devon Rex cat because um, I'm allergic. Um, oh, so she has no hair? She, uh, she has the curly, wavy hair. Oh. There's apparently a layer of skin that is missing on those cats that makes uh, their... Whatever. They're dander, less uh, yes. allergic to you. Yeah, uh, and it's, um, make... it's wonderful. And I love her, and I put my head in her belly all the time. And I just... yeah. She's an angel. She's an angel. Oh. Yeah, Jill is very interesting. With my dog. Oh, yes, yes. And, and Bowie. And dog. Yeah, no, you fuck your dog. <laughs> no, I don't. You can think about it. Sure, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why you get an animal, so you can fantasize. Wait, oh, you had the joke about your dog, like, uh, not having a big enough dick. Yeah. yeah. She's that's, a size queen. Yeah. <laughs> so. Great Danes yeah. only. Yes. Oh. Uh, Jill, you're a little I know. You hot little dog comes Oh, uh, that's me. <laughs> Give it to me, Rover. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> and now I'm judging. I oh, know. Ew. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh. So I, I think this will, I, I hope the other uh, half of the podcast uh, came out. Uh, yeah. but, but I think this is about like you know thirty. We did it. this will cobble together a, a good yeah. episode. I think so. I think so. We covered a lot. Yeah, we really spanned the gamut. The yeah. army. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Come. Art handling. Art handling. Come, Mrs. Kisses. Fucking your dog. Where we started comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never wanting to be famous. Dreams. Dreams. And uh-huh. dash. Death. Dashed yeah. dreams. Mm-hmm. Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, fucking a guy for money. Exes. Not yes. really. All right. Um, military. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, wow. I mean, we really did it. We did yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll like and share and uh, subscribe <laughs> and uh, repost. Yeah, hashtag blessed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. What do you got going on tonight or, or on your social medias, uh, your podcasts? Uh, remind everybody what sure. your podcasts are again. Um, I'm at Caitlin Palufo on everything, Caitlin with a C. And uh, my podcast is at Good Time Gal Pod on Instagram, but it's called Good Time Gal. It's very fun, very silly. And I'm going to be on the road a bunch. So if you go to CaitlinPalufo.com, you can come see me. 
Love and I'm bringing Jill with me. Woo! We're going to Louisville next. Louisville, baby. The, States, uh, the end of January. So everybody should come to that. And Jill. Um, I'm at Jill underscore lives on Instagram and Twitter. My podcast is Wiki Freaks with a Z. And uh, you can follow that on Instagram and Twitter as well. And at JillLives.com is my website if you want to see up and coming dates. Yeah. Well, Thank thanks, you. Thanks for joining me and uh, Mrs. Kisses on this podcast. Bye, Mrs. Kisses. Bye, Bob. Goodbye. Okay, so I'm back in the familiar chair. I'm back in the middle again. I'm reading as I promised. Off me kisses. All right. I'm reading as I promised. The entirety of my. Oh god, my neighbor's walking upstairs, and I know, I know, there's somebody listening. God damn it! God damn it! I'm not doing this for him. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for everyone. I'm doing this for the world, America, people in general. You know, dicks. Um, stay horny, stupid is the name of my. God damn it, he's walking down the stairs. No, he's just futzing around in the kitchen. God damn it. Maybe I should put music on. Maybe I should. Fuck me. Fuck me. Squeak. Oh, okay. If it'll just make me more comfortable. It's in the interest of um, preserving my own. Um. Equanimity. I'm gonna put on Crazy for You by Madonna. And I'm gonna read Stay Horny, Stupid. I hate that title. Just like I hate everything I've ever done. Stay Horny, Stupid. Opla, Contrar, Rehosenbar. Geschichte in der Mission, Gründedug und Erlich, Widerspätig, Lieblos, Weg, Ups, Contrarian, Predictable, Graft and Measured, Patient and Honest, Recalcitrant, Unloving, Gone, Pamphian Caricatures, Greek Urban Caricatures, Kitigawa Utamaro, Japanese Artist, about 1790. Obiation, oblation rather, a thing offered to God. Lend no part to any humanity that suffuses you in its own light. Wallace Stevens. Dibble, make a hole in the ground for seeds and soils of young plants. Hibernal, occurring in winter. Caparison, ornaments for a horse's harness. Rook, tightly packed crowd of people. Coin, a projecting angle of a wall or a building. Gasconade, extravagant boasting. Prologomena, discourse at the beginning of of a book. Strange times. Should get that unemployment pretty soon. How to survive the rest of my life with only $600. Shouldn't buy beer with it. I'm sighing and fretting. Insta-brown. Shitting fear. Can't keep going or think politics. 
Don't know how to be kind to myself. Bill can take care of me until the end of May. We're like boyfriends now. Any act of memory is an act of love. Lost all hope there for a few days until I got the unemployment. Helped David move. He gave me some of his old roommate's abandoned stuff. Chair, cabinet, rug. And a small desk. The small desk he always had in his room. All his roommates left town after COVID started. Who knows when the world will recover from this? Or when we'll have jobs again? David has two degrees. He's working on becoming a certified public accountant. David does a lot of work, but he never reads books. All I do is read books and watch movies with my art curator friend, Bill. David doesn't see himself as a waiter forever. When I met David, he had three roommates. And paid only $400 a month in rent. He was the door guy at the gay bar. He thought I was hot. He waved me in from off the street. I just happened to be walking past the gay bar at night in the gay neighborhood by myself. I was shy about walking in. But David kept waving at me and told me to talk to him. He, he looked at me like he liked me. We talked and made out, had a few nights alone together and a couple of threesomes. David's wild. He's always on Grinder. I stopped using Grinder. We're all quarantined now. It's in quarantine. The world is quarantined. This is a practice run for the real plague. The seventh seal plague. That'll be like the Black Death of 1348 or 1368. I don't remember. The difference between decades and the 1300s seems negligible. Say things that don't make sense and then keep going. That's a bad habit that stand-up comedians have. They'll go from one thing to another. Like the subject in their minds are... The subjects in their minds are lily pads and we're all frogs. We all get to be frogs and their minds are full of lily pads everyone can rest on too. I didn't write it that way. Every idea is like another lily pad. You know which thought I'm referring to? The one... Which doesn't need any context. Who am I talking to? What's this for? Why am I doing this? Sometimes I, uh, I play stand-up comedian. And I'm just holding the microphone and talk. That's exactly how it was published. I actually do do stand-up. Fuck you, Mr. Publisher. I actually am like really good at it. You know, like, I, like, what are you saying by saying that I just play stand-up comedian? I fucking go in front of audiences and I talk to audiences on a regular basis. Five times a week, and I've been doing that for like ten years. Ah! All right. Anyway, it's like no one, no one's connected to me. Uh, I, I'm up there, and I'm just like talking. Sometimes when I'm doing stand up, I'm not making people laugh. I'm just doing my Jack Nicholson, ah! and they're like silent, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, this usually works. And uh, who are you people? What the fuck is this? 
And I'm like, I just can't connect. I can't connect to anyone. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about me. Why? Why doesn't anybody know what I'm talking about? It's in my head. Why am I sharing this thing that just connects to nobody? Anyway, I had a great one-night stand once with someone I met in David's bed after David invited me over from Grinder, He was like, come over. I knocked on the door and someone else let me in. Another guy invited me into David's bed. We all took our dicks out and kissed each other until David got mad. He left to sleep in the main room, the common area. That's not what happened, and the editor changed it. Anyway. <laughs> Another guy joined me in the first stranger from David's room. Okay, there was like four people in a... What do you even call that? <laughs> I don't know. One of them left, and then it was a threesome. And then I was down to two later. Anyway, we all sucked each other's dicks and rolled around. Then the first stranger left, and I was left with this other random naked person. He was a little British guy, a small guy. Noor. His name was Noor. And he was Egyptian or Jordanian. He had a British accent and was a flight attendant. They'd all met at the gay bar that night and everybody else left and went to other rooms and Noor and I stayed up until dawn. Then we walked two blocks over to my apartment. We kept coming together. And this shit was everywhere. My apartment's a mess. Noor looked at the book I wrote. I had a copy of the book I'd just written and printed at the copy store. The book I wrote to myself and never shared with anyone but Bill. Bill's the only one who's ever read it. He loves me because of that book. We fought last year because I thought he should have been more sensitive to the themes and issues I explicated clear and perfect in that book. Did not write it that way. Ugh, fucking why? Why change it when it's better into something worse? Anyway... You know, he should have been more sensitive and attuned to the themes and issues I explicated so clearly and perfectly in that fucking book that he's the only one who read. He's the only one who knew what I was talking about because he knew all the people involved. He, he knew Tyler, all right? All right, fuck you. We shared music, memes, podcasts, stand-up sets, an entire book, drawings every day, words swirling in and out, all kaleidoscopic and confusing. Everyone enjoys jumping around in my head like it's a spinning wheel with kids holding onto the bars. Every word conveys an exact prescription for how to treat me and what to understand. Bill should have known that. I fucked Nora in the shower and used a condom. Real men use condoms. They can stay on. I was 38. Later, Nora sent me a message on Facebook. He'd forgotten his phone at the bar the night before, before David's house and then my house. I was still sleeping in the afternoon when I got his message. Then I got Norse phone for him at the bar, Ubered to his hotel downtown to give it to him. We had sex again. He had to leave. He had to leave later that night to fly somewhere. He's a flight attendant. He had to leave. He was in a hotel. Yeah. We're kissing. Uh, he holds me, you know, we're kissing, we have sex again in his hotel room, and it's so nice, you know, it feels so fancy, luxurious. We're kissing at the door, finally leaving, and finally leaving. I walk out the door, I go, 
hit the elevator button and he opens the door again and I go back rushing into his arms to kiss him again and uh, Noor hands me uh, $20 he's like here come back I give you here's 20 bucks so uh, it was his gesture of saying we'll never meet again <laughs> it would have been funny if he would have meant it as a joke but it was really unfunny because it was like taken seriously by him and it was like here is exactly what you're worth 20 bucks and I'm like you know what I, I did need the $20 I kept it <laughs> and I can deal with that kind of treatment sometimes from people like Nor yeah but not from people I care about Nurse, he, you know, I, I, I could have loved that guy. I knew it. I knew, I knew it. I knew we could have loved each other. I, I, I felt like I could have loved that guy, but then he handed me twenty bucks. And you know, he's not the person that is making me mad right now. He's not the person I still care about. I'm losing track of time. I'm not keeping up with days. Hiding things from myself. Blowjobs are a job. I don't handle dicks take pills get older don't make anyone come with my skills i'm not attentive cannot match affections or give back gracefully won't accommodate needs all that and more maybe i'm not so talented at drawing i want five minute moments which turn into three hours that's all i want from life every day until i die all i want from life is that until i'm dead wealth and power Privilege and glory. Pure sex. Self-reflection feels just as awful as failing a test. Just like that uh, professor in his dream in the movie Wild Strawberries. The image of that professor suddenly crumpling blank-faced and bloody on the ground with his brains spilling out like wild strawberries. I am writing with a cat on my lap. I am podcasting with a cat on my lap. The letters I write look all crazy, can't think straight, keep thinking of dicks, cat keeps licking at herself, stop! You're, oh. What did you do to my life? That's a Neil Young song. I have to let go. Let go of the hurt. Forgive that dissonance. Can never correct that mistake i was the right person at the wrong time there is no more cosmic significance to it than that it's not about how talented you are we've all got to keep going after nothing good happens again the truth is in the vibe the vibe is not the jello your brain is not an omelet evil forces aren't going amok your mustache looks great. Tomorrow will last until the end of the day. Who we are is not who we wish we were or why we can't have what we want. There are only pockets of satisfaction to be found in the corners of experience, the coins of the pool, and cool movies in the arms of Bill. Plus, dripping wet spit all over my body like juice from a bottle. What if Bill started drinking again? Would I even know? How do I know anything? Would I ever lie? Do I keep secrets? Do I want more? What do I forgive? 
Am I happy to be second place or not at all? Can't I just jump off of a construction crane or a cell phone tower, some high building? I've spent three years begging for the affections of a man who had a boyfriend when I met him. I didn't know about the boyfriend until we'd already gone on a date after we'd already hit it off and made out and I'd fallen in love while riding around in his car. Give it fluid meaning. Catch it all in one stroke. Eliminate interference. I am no vision. He was a vision. I am not a vision. There are people just as good as me everywhere. They get the jokes and the vibe better than I do. We couldn't share divine activities together. The end.